The opinions expressed on the radio program by the hosts, co-hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions and responsibility of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Genesis Radio, www.genesisradio.com, Genesis Radio's owners, management, or affiliates. It's a hard road to heaven. We call on your blessings. And the Father, we put our faith. Kingdom, the kingdom. Our demons are trembling. Holy angels defending. And the Father, we put our faith. I'm holding on, but I don't know if I can take it much longer. Today's the day that I put all of my trust and faith in you, Father. Please let this hate make me stronger. For they turn on me like a zombie. It's like I'm being strangled unconscious. When temptation is almost like Satan is you trying to take you away from your daughters dangling a bunch of painkillers on your waving them in your face where is kanye nobody can find kanye west where is he where are you kanye <laughs> it is 2023 it is a happy new year to us and to you this is the hustle hour i am mike i'm diane and we are ready i wore a cashmere milan italy um cashmere suit jacket today i love it I dressed up a little bit today for this show um, and it happens to be about 98 degrees in the studio today. So, you know, it. I'm usually in a t-shirt or a uh, nice polo, which is under here. So this, this jacket might be coming off very, very shortly. It's all about dressing in layers. <laughs> it's all about dressing in layers. So here we are. It's 2023. It is January 4th. Um, and already I'm on fast forward this year. We took two days off. Um, honestly, it was it was one day off for Diane's birthday. She she turned 36 this year, and she looks like she's um, eternally 24 years old. <laughs> so um, you know, happy birthday to you! Um, we're starting this year off great. We're here in the studio with Terry at on Genesis Radio, um, and you know, new year, new us, new me. Yeah, I feel I feel like me, but better. <laughs> And that's all that we can ask for. <laughs> um, you know, uh, new year, new us. We make new goals for ourselves. You know, how long are we motivated? How long does that last? How long does that new year, new car? Forever. Feeling? How long does that last for? 
you know? For most people, it's very quick, you know? The gym only fills up in January. It was busier today. You know, it, it thins out closer to February, and then it thins out the month after that, March. You know, so how long are you going to stay motivated for? How long are you at home who's listening right now in the car, at home, on your phone, Instagram, TikTok? How long are you going to be motivated for? You know, that's the question you have to ask yourself. That's how, um, you know, motivation of the new year, 2023, can only last so long before that, you know, that falls down and, and, and is gone. And you have to rely on consistency and discipline. So, you know, uh, you know, you you want to make resolutions, you want to have a vision board, you want to do all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you really have to figure out a plan how to continue those those goals throughout the year so you can check them off uh, come December. Yeah, nothing feels better than looking back on the goals you set for yourself and seeing how many of those you can check off because, you know, naturally you're not going to check off everything every single year that you make your goals. But when you are able to make those happen those feel so good the ones that you don't hit just kind of roll over but it feels really good to have that to set out to do something and actually accomplish that it's an amazing feeling you know i know we make goals together um every year we have a vision board you know we, we have goals every every year together but do you make your own that i don't know about like do you have your own goals that you you set for yourself of course and that's that of course she does. Yes. Um, you know, I also make certain goals and I, you know, I write them down. I have a journal. Everyone knows this. I go over and over and over again. Um, my plans are in there. Um, I'm a very detailed person. So in my plans, I'm very detailed. I, I break everything down to the, you know, the hour, the second um, of how to accomplish these goals. And, you know, the plan always goes so far, you know, because life happens and, and everything like that. But if you have no plan and we talk about this, uh, you know, you can't stick to anything. It's just you're going with the flow and and you never want to just go with the flow. You want to have a plan um, and you want to, you know, this is if you're you're trying to succeed. I'm not talking to the, you know, the hippies, the people who are the, the gypsies who are, you know, traveling the world. Go with the flow. You know what I mean? Like on vacation, like I go with the flow. I do not plan on vacation. Right you know, I, I, I go with the flow. I'm, I'm, I'm a very sporadic um let the wind take me wherever it goes i'm not talking about that i'm, I'm talking to the people who want to level up talking to the people who want to achieve their goals throughout the year um those people need a plan and you need to you know stick to it as as, as much as possible yeah when i look back on on the year that we just had for 2022 i'm glad to be out of it and i'm glad to be in 2023 for sure because i feel like i I was really going through a lot of lessons and a lot of mistakes and there was so much growth. Obviously I needed all that to happen, but I feel like it was a really big build year. It's like when you read the first book in a series and you're building all of this character development and it's almost kind of boring, but you're waiting for the next, and then you start the next book and you're like, oh my God, page one is amazing. And that's kind of how I feel right now. I feel like I had a lot of like character development to go through and this is my second book and it's like going to take off and it has been immediately. Yeah. To piggyback off of that, I feel like the last three years were, were the boring books. I th feel like the last three years were, you know, um, the first couple chapters, the, the introduction, the, you know, in three years in, in eternal life is literally nothing. Three years is nothing. But when you're actually going through that journey and, and the last three years for us from COVID to just staying in that bubble of COVID of, of, of not wanting to misstep, after COVID of everything that it taught you, you know, I feel like I've been in those beginning chapters of the struggle. Last year, two, two, 2022 was, 
I, I would have to say from 2019 to 2022 for me has been an extreme struggle. It's been extremely mm. highs and lows, a lot of lessons to be learned. I feel like a lot of people around me though, everybody I talk to is a lot of lessons. They feel like they're just on a hamster wheel or they feel like their 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 work is not being um, either appreciated or it's not going anywhere. They're not seeing the results. And a lot of the times we don't see the results, you know, and and I feel like that's where it's been. It's like three years of hard work to see nothing. Mm, the rebuild is so hard, you know, like you definitely you go in, you build something and then all of a sudden you veer off course for whatever the reason for us, it was COVID. But and then now you're back and you're rebuilding again. And it's hard to have to do that because you're like, I've already done this before and I have to do this again, which, you know, you're capable of. And what's going through your mind is, do I want to? You know, do I want to do this? And the answer was yes, I want to do this. So it's so that's why it feels almost like I'm I have a foundation to build again. And now that I feel rebuilt, I am now adding on. So. Yeah. And you know, it it stems. You know, rebuilding is is something that I've always been doing in my life. You know, even when I I lived when I moved out, I was something of in in my eyes at 18, I was very successful at that age. Um, I had money coming in. I had a job. I was very good at it. It was a sales job. And I moved out into to a house with nine other roommates. I've talked about this before. And it was uh, it was awesome, you know, but I changed my habits once I moved out. And my habits changed my life drastically where I lost everything. I lost I lost my car. I lost my job. I lost my bank account. I lost everything that I my credit. I lost everything that I have built up for those last couple of years that I was working. And I had to rebuild my life over seven years um, and it was, it was a long journey. And as a kid, you're trying to rebuild a life at first. You don't even know you're trying to rebuild it. You're just living life. So you're, you're going, you're living in a house in a, in a closet. And you know, my, when I laid down in my, on my futon, because I could only, um, I only had room for a futon, you know? So I was, when I was hanging out, I would put it as a couch. And then when I was sleeping, it would, it would go down to a, to a bed. And when I would lay down in it, I could put my feet in the closet, you know, that they, they built in that room. And it was so small. Uh, it was, you know, so I remember being back, like, I remember the smell of that room. I remember, you know, laying in that room, not having any money to my name. I couldn't even do anything like just going out for a walk, you know, like was that, that was it. That's all I could do. I couldn't, you know, my job was in walking distance. And a lot of the times when I, when I was so super low, like I didn't even have a job. I went on unemployment and I used the system, you know, and I was, I was a, I was a bum. I was somebody <laughs> who, you know, I was somebody that didn't want to work. I was somebody who was super lazy. I was somebody who, you know, I, any way that I could get free money or any way that I could get something for free, a free ride, you know, just to go out to, to go to the bars and just to drink, just to get that next dollar to go out to, you know, um, meet girls and go to the bar and just live that life. I didn't have any future goals. I didn't have any goals. I was living this, just the life that I was living was the people that are, were around me living in that house, that's also the life they lived. You know, um, I fell into that, that rut. I fell into a life of just, I've been there. You know what I mean? Like I have been down. I have been in the gutters. I have, I, you know, I remember putting dirty clothes on and not doing laundry and hmm. never changing my sheets, never, I just lived a certain life. I remember my mother came over to visit me one time and she 
I love this story. You know, I remember her walking through the the, the house and that I lived in and go, seeing my bedroom where I lived and like I tried, I literally tried to straighten it up before she came <laughs> came there. Like I, I cleaned it, I straightened it up, but it was so disgusting. It was so disgusting, and I remember she left. And she told me years later that she just sat in her car. She had to pull over. She just sat in her car and she cried for, you know, for like an hour long because of of just what I was living in and what I put myself through. And honestly, putting myself through that seven year struggle is kind of what built the champion inside of me. You know, like I had to realize that I had to go all the way low. I had to, I, I, I left, moved out at a super high and then. I destroyed it within a year and a half and lost everything I had. And I lived that life for about seven years. Oh my gosh. I love that story when your mom was saying, is it really so bad at home? And she, and you were just like, you like it here. And you were saying that you loved it. The only thing I could afford and the only thing I got addicted to was working out. So when I say I was working out though, I was working out. I was taking every protein, creatine, every shot you could take in, in your ass. You know, I was doing all steroids. I was doing anything you could possibly think of. I was around those people and that's the life I lived. I was a, a gym rat who had no job, living on unemployment. I had a 300 credit score. I had a negative $534 bank account. Um, I Everything, I, I had to use cash when I did have cash and I lived in the gym and I met Jimmy Wells there. And he gave me my bouncing job and I and I did it. I remember the first night uh, this this huge man pushed Jimmy and I was behind him and I choked this guy out. And uh, I didn't even know what to do. And Jimmy's like, you got to take him out of the club. You got to take him out of the club. Because I just choked him right in the middle of the club. And he just fell down and just was out. And then after that, Jimmy took me aside and he's like, you got the job. So it started my bouncing career at that time. And it really just energized me. And I went and I started following him around. And, uh, you know, I, I started bouncing in, in all the places that he was bouncing in. And then I got my own bouncing gigs. And, you know, uh, one thing led to the other. And actually bouncing led me to the career that I have now. Um, so it's it's Wild. something I was always in sales and I always had a day job. And I always tried to have a day job. But the, the bouncing is really where I met the good people. So if, if you're out there and you want to meet some, you know, if you want to be around good people and you want to be around people who are successful, go get a job as a bartender, a server, a waiter, a bouncer, somewhere at a, a higher end restaurant. And, you know, you really get to meet people in the industry that you want to be in or that you can be in. You know, you have no idea the opportunities that are out there. But if you hang around those people that their credit score is the same as your credit score. You hang around those people that, you know, also can't go get food because they don't have any money or they don't have a car. That's who you're going to be. So when we say hang around people that you want to be around, this is what I'm talking about. I hung around the wrong people for seven years and I was one of them. So for me to get out, I had to get out. And the way I got out was I, I bounced and I bounced everywhere and I got to meet a lot of different people and a lot of opportunities started opening up because naturally I'm a very nice person and naturally I go the extra mile for people when I'm at work. When I love something, I go the extra mile for it. And you know, that's what I always do at jobs that I loved. And when I bounced, I loved it. I loved the people. I loved the bouncing. You know, I, I became, I went from this bouncer to this doorman to this person who just infused himself in the business. And uh, through that, I met great people, and I am where I am because of, you know, meeting those people. Yeah, the 
food and hospitality industry is just so vast. Everybody who does come on board on our team, a lot of times when it is the stepping stone, it's kind of like, I always have this conversation with them where you are probably going to, you are going to meet the next person in your life here, whether that is someone who is going to hire you, um, your future wife or husband, your new best friend. I feel like so many different relationships come out of it because it's such a... There, it's just such an interactive like one-on-one -on -one. you're talking to so many people and you get to know so many people and um, the right ones come around eventually and it really is just a great place to network in general I haven't had yeah. anyone come through our doors that hasn't met and left with great people yeah and you know you can meet the bad ones but you know a lot of the times there's, that's everywhere uh, you know a lot of the times business meetings a lot of people go to restaurants for business meetings lunch business lunches um, pharmaceuticals anything that you could possibly think of if you work at a successful restaurant you're going to meet these people and everybody wants to know the owner the manager the bartender um, everybody wants to know the person who owns uh the restaurant or is a part of the restaurant you know the best bartender the best you know um the people who take care of you you want to take care of them so naturally they're going to want to know who you are they're going to want to know your name they're going to come back for you they're going to you're going to build a relationship with them and understanding how to build relationships is how anything can happen for you in life so in business it's all about business relationships it's about the relationships that you build of of how far you go in business because you can't do anything alone you have to go along with other people you know if it's just the way of it's it's the way to maneuver through business and and life is the relationships that you build 100 percent yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, it is the relationships you built throughout and it always feels good. You know, you never regret speaking with someone, talking to them, being kind um, and just, you know, showing them who you are and your best. Like I have so like there's just I have so many stories. I have so many girls that have found their husbands. I've had so many people who find their, their nursing job. They are now they found they met the superintendent and they have a new teaching job. Like I just there are just so many good people in the whole world. And you just meet all of them in a restaurant setting because everyone goes out to eat. Everyone has drinks. Everyone. It, it's just it's it's you know, it's a good deal. Yeah. I mean, I met my wife. <laughs> right in the bouncing job that I got you know so what happened was I had a roommate who wanted to go out one weekend and he said can you take and I and I wanted the job there was only a, a two two shifts at this place called liquid martini lounge um, there was only two shifts that w were where they needed a bouncer and it was a Friday and a Saturday night and it was my roommate who got the job and I remember him coming home one day and saying, I don't want my shift tonight. Are you doing anything? And I said, no. He's like, I just need someone to get cover. I just need to get coverage and I could take off. I'm going to go out to a party or whatever. And I said, I'll take the shift, you know? And I remember I worked one shift at this, at this place uh, called Liquid. And uh, the owner told the, the manager and said, uh, you know, I don't want that other guy back. So if you can tell him <laughs> to go home and tell the other guy, his roommate, don't come back anymore. We want him to have the job. So that's how I got the job. It was a very awkward conversation with my roommate. I remember going home and saying, I'm sorry, they don't want you anymore. They want me. And he's like, you stole my job. You stole my job. You know, I ended up owning liquid. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's something that's, you know, just one little opportunity of taking a job Friday and Saturday. Um, and I ended up owning the, the place that I, that I bounced at. So, um, you know, and that's where I met you. Life is funny that way. It is so funny. Like, I have the fondest memories. 
some of my best times are at Liquid and it was the first like high-end restaurant bar that I, I think I've ever been in and then also worked in. It was just the most beautiful place ever. White bar, blue lights, big chandelier, white couches. Like it just, it was nothing I was used to, especially growing up in this town. And uh, I, the Dansbury Depot had burnt down and that was the last place I was bartending. I was in school, but I was one of those college kids who was just there to be there. I had no real purpose. Definitely a gypsy free spirit. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, but this seems like the course I should be on. Um, but very money motivated and they were doing a hiring and it was a mass hiring. Like there was line, it was summertime, I think, or I don't know, it was nice out. Lines out the door, you would go into this big room and you were filling out paperwork. It was crazy. I've actually never applied to a place like that. And I'm like, this is so weird. But I ended up getting the job with like very limited bartending skills or anything. And all I did was memorize the drink menu and it's kind of how I got put behind the bar. Yeah. I did just a little bit more. You know, I remember, you know, cause I worked there first and, and honestly, when she, there's no way to describe liquid. It was, it was literally one of the nicest things the Poconos has ever seen and, yeah. and, and ever will see. It was unbelievably beautiful. Anybody that came in there was, was just mesmerized. I mean, they, they did a great job and who knew that the owner was going to end up being my mentor in life and, and in business. And, you know, someone I look up to, to this day greatly, but anyways, you know, so I remember the manager came up to me and said, I hired this smoking hot <laughs> Spanish girl and, uh, you know, you're going to like her now at the time I was engaged. <laughs> I would, I like to say a fake engagement because I never told anybody I was engaged. So I remember I couldn't wait to go to work on a Friday and I couldn't wait, so I, I got there. Now, I previously have seen Diane out and always attracted to her, always thought she was hot. So then I, I go to work, I show up, and me and her met at the dish pit. I remember I was busting a table, I got it, the dish, and I went back to the to bring the, the dish, the dirty dish to the dish pit, and, and there she was standing there, and I looked at her and I went, oh, you. <laughs> and Diane hated me when she first met me. Well, and it was only, it was because he spread bad rumors about me. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. I don't even know why I did that. But that's why I didn't like it. It's because I always liked her. But anyways, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So I saw her there and then she did not like me at all. You know, um, we had a pass of just uh, passing by each other and she ended up not, you know, she didn't like me. And then, you know, obviously I'm a very persistent, consistent man <laughs> and uh, I always get what I want. So, you know, I ended up marrying her. <laughs> And uh, the rest is history. You <laughs> That's know? how it goes. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And sometimes you just have to take opportunity. You have to say yes sometimes. And, you know, saying yes more than no leads you in the right direction of where you want to go in life. And you have no idea. You don't know when your life can change. You have absolutely no idea. We have to get used to saying yes more. And, you know, even when you're you're tired in the morning and you don't want to go to the gym, you have no idea the opportunity that it's going to that it's going to arise for you when you go to the gym and, and you end up going to the gym consistently and just by getting up and just by saying yes and not saying no and 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 just living life a little bit more freely of just understanding that you know the more yeses and the more hard things and the struggles that you put yourself through and you get out of your comfort zone the better life gets and and it's really hard to explain unless you actually go through it you know like if you're hard the hardest part of your day is in the morning at the gym 
you know, the rest of the day becomes easier and you could just take on these problems that always arise in life. And, you know, you can just keep a, a better attitude, a positive attitude. You know, life doesn't have to be, I don't know, so hard if, if, if you make it hard and you put yourself through that struggle, you know, that's, we only have one life to live and, and we really just have to understand how to live it better and, and not being so comfortable and not being so negative. You know, it, it makes you old being negative. It makes you old complaining. It makes you old stressing out about everything. You know, like what are, what are mostly we stress about? It's, it's the future. Thinking about the future, the bills, the this, the that. Like we need to live in the moment. We need to live in the day. We need to understand that we need to be grateful for the things that we have right now in this present moment. If you want to change things and you want to get rid of that stress, work out. If you want to get rid of that stress, change your life, change, change the outcome of your future. You're only in control of that. Nobody else is in control of that. You know, it's a new year. Do you, do you want to start it now? I mean, you, this whole new year, new you thing is a, is a trend, you know, like it's, it's a fad. It, it dies out quickly. So you know, you want to do this for a long time. You you have a long life to live. It's a long journey. I don't think you should go on a diet for your life. I think you should go on a lifestyle change. I think you need, I think it's time for you to change your life by changing the small things little by little, your routine, writing things down. Like everything we talk about is, is something of to get on the right path. Right. It's just... I feel like the new like new year like new me kind of thing is it's I feel like it has the best intentions but has taken a turn where it's like this big joke on how quickly you're just going to kind of fall off of it like those are kind of the things that I see on the memes it's always like making a new year's resolution but then not really following through with it because it's more than just a resolution like you said it's a lifestyle change it's like it's those small like tweaks it's those little things that you're going that's going to set your day apart your diet apart whatever it is to make yourself feel good, look good and be healthy. So, you know, it's it's taking that one moment and making it matter throughout and not just for the month or initially. It's knowing that you're going to have to put in a lot of work because, you know, the pop champagne, the glitter and the balloons and all that is just that one night and then it's done. Yeah, I don't I don't know when you're on the other end of it and and you you know, like me and you work all of those nights that people celebrate. You know, we celebrate our own way. It's mm -hmm. our own thing. It's our life. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying we celebrate it differently. So we have a different perspective on that night. Oh, we don't celebrate any of the holidays when everyone else celebrates them. You know, we reschedule these holidays and we make it our own. So it's kind of it's not like, oh, feel bad for me because we definitely have time to celebrate. But it is it is very different. And it and this year was wild. I feel like everyone was celebrating and it was it was amazing. It was unbelievable, but the people were out. Yeah, it was a, the trends in people going out and the trends in everything are changing and, yeah. and you have to be on the cutting edge of it and you have to watch. You have to you have to be aware of what's going on. Um, but back to what I was saying is is the so it's a different perspective for us. And like what I see a lot is I see people get energized by this new year. You know, I see them getting energized, like it's it, this is it. And that is absolutely amazing. And that's the feeling that I have every day. You know, that's the feeling that I have every single day. This show is to give you that feeling, you know, but this show I do every week. 
I, I, I feel like this every day. Every day it's new year for me. Every day I feel like I am hitting my goals. Every day I'm inspired. Every, you know, every day is January 1st for me. I'm always, always working towards a goal. So you know that feeling that you have right now because you're excited about your goals, you're going to hit them. I live a lifestyle like that. That's my life, you know, and when you live that lifestyle, life is fun. Life is exciting. You're constantly uncomfortable. You're constantly thinking, what is next? What am I going to think of next? What am I going to do next? What am I going to put my through myself through next? You know, life is a journey. We, we can't be, you know, like what would happen if you decided to say, go to, go take a jujitsu class out of nowhere or a boxing class out of nowhere, or go to the gym and do a yoga class or Pilates. Like what would happen to your life? What, what would you learn there? Who would you meet? What would happen? Would your life change? Would it stay the same? If you got a personal trainer and you started working out with them just one day a week, just to see what it's like, what would happen to you? Would something start inside of you? Would something with the flame start up? Would you create a whole lifestyle that changes your whole life? Maybe your family's life as well? You have no idea. One change in your family, you can change your whole family's life. One opportunity that you see, one, one thing that you change in your life can change and spring into so many people around you. Are you going to be the reason that everybody changes for the positive? I, I don't know. But you got to do something different in your routine. Cooking class, baking class. I don't know what it is. You have to figure that out. You just have to pick something, you know. But once you do that thing, you're going to see like, wow, I met this person or I... I never knew I was good at this. Maybe there's a business opportunity. Maybe it's just something I love. I have no idea. But we got to start doing things. We have to start doing things. I We live this life every single day. Not, no day is the same. You know, I have... So I call it a download. And I sit... And my thinking time, my alone time where I'm very creative and I go really deep in thought and I meditate a lot is my shower time. And when I'm in the shower, I meditate a lot and a, a lot of ideas come to me and I, I call it the download because I download a lot of information about my day, about my future goals, about my dreams, about you know uh, my marriage, about just everything that I'm dealing with. I download information. I don't know where the information comes from, but I just meditate and I download information. And then a lot of ideas download into, you know, my brain as I'm meditating. And then I just, I don't just have ideas. I express my ideas. I write my ideas down. And then we talk about the ideas and, and then maybe we put them into action. Maybe we don't, but it changes our life every single day. Our journey is, is changing all the time because I have so many ideas. I don't know if you're somebody that has ideas. I don't know if you act on your ideas, but maybe it's just a voice in your head that you ignore. I, I don't know, but I don't ignore my voice. I listen to myself. I am talking to myself constantly, and I'm always getting these ideas. I'm always thinking of something else. 
You know, like I literally had over 50 jobs before I was a business owner and I have done so many different things that has taught me so many different lessons. I use everything in my life that I have had a job in all the time. And I realized why I went through all of those jobs. I realized I had to learn a lot of stuff. And the only way for me to learn something is the hard way. The only way for me to learn something is to go through it. Maybe you could read a book. Maybe you can, you know, sit in a class and learn it that way, but not me. That's why I didn't go to school. I, when people talk about school with me, I just block it off. I, I can't, I don't understand school. I don't understand sitting there and taking tests and doing that and listen to a teacher. I never got along with anybody in school. I always liked recess. You know, I always liked gym. I always liked, uh, you know, different things in school, different aspects. I barely went to class. I skipped school. I copied every single test. I tried to cheat my whole way through school because I did not know how to do it. I did not understand how to do it. And, you know, nobody liked me. No teachers who are, you know, strictly, you know, in about school, they didn't like me because I didn't like school and I didn't like them and I didn't like anything about it. So, you know, I don't learn that way, but there's people out there that do, and you should go to school if you're good at it. You should do anything that you're good at. It's only one learning style. I think that's what makes it so hard. You know, the education system, it teaches you one way. And if you don't fit into that mold or that test taking student, then it like doesn't work out for you. And that's that's so many, that's so many kids, that's so many students. I just think it's an old way of teaching people. I think the world is changing and we're gonna see an educational system uh, shift in the next, you know, I don't know, 10, 20 years, but it's gonna be different. School is gonna be different. And you know, I'm excited for that. You know, I, I teach more to these students than they ever learn in school. And I'm told that all the time. And they come back and tell me that after they get their careers. I mean, I'm not tooting my own horn. It's just that this education system is not real. You know, real life is real and real jobs are real and real problems are real and solutions that I've had to, I didn't know the solution until I had to figure it out, you know, and then that's experience. That's called experience. So then you take that experience and you teach somebody that, and that's what I'm teaching. That's it owning a bunch of restaurants and, and being a business owner and in real estate and everything that I do, you know, I come across a lot of problems. Uh, there's a lot of hats I have to wear, a lot of jobs that I have, you know, so all of those jobs put together in my day and all the problems and solutions that I have to have during my day, it teaches me a lot of stuff. So I'm able to give that experience and, and lessons to other people. If they listen to me, they listen to me. If they don't, they don't. But the ones that do, they always tell me, wow, you teach me a lot of stuff, you know? So it's, it's something that, you know, I don't know, open your ears more because I learn a lot from a lot of different people. And, you know, like I like to listen to stories and I and I do have my ears open as I get older. I listen to people who are experienced in things and I and I want to learn from them, you know, and maybe I learn so much that I want to do what they do, you know, but like that's that's life. And, and we got to go into this new year with a new attitude, a different mindset. We can't be the same person that we were last year. We can't be the same person that COVID in the last three years has made us because we have to break that mold. That mold is someone who is scared, someone who is a, a sheep, someone who is a just, you know, we, we got to get out of the system a little bit. We got to be more individualized. We have to be, you know, more real. What I see more and more is that people want me to wear the mask, you know, and, and the mask, my the version of me wearing a mask is not me. It's fake, you know, like, I am a real, real person and I tell you how it is and all my experiences together just make me even more real. So I deal with a lot of people, both ends, customers, employees, you know, like other business owners, like I'm just a real person. And if I can't be real in a situation, you'll see me be mute. I will be mute and I won't talk mm -hmm. because I have nothing to say. 
But what I see more and more of is people want me to wear the mask around them. They want the fake side of me. They want, so that's what I give them. But that's not really me. You don't, you can't really say you know me. We can't say we're friends. You don't know me. Right. You know, I wear a mask around you and I'm watching people, the people who are more real, I'm watching it trend more. I'm, I see people seeking it out, the realness. You know, people want real and that's who I am. And that's who in this, this year for me, it's all about growth and it's all about being more real. I'll be kind. I want to be kind to people. And I feel like we should always be kind, but I'm going to be more real this year. You know, people are going to understand me a little bit more because I'm taking the mask off. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I'm I just, think they'll thoroughly enjoy it though. Yeah. Like. I have the biggest heart you could possibly. I care about people so much. Mm -hmm. You know, I care about people so much. I will go the extra mile for people because I care. I actually care about people. I want people to do well. I see people I see so much light in people all around me all the time and I just want people to do well. I would I will give you if somebody liked this coat so much and they never had one before, I will give it to you. I am somebody that just doesn't care about stuff. I care about people's happiness. I I care about being kind to people, but I'm also a very real person. I will tell you how I think. Mm. I tell I will tell you how I feel. I will tell you how you're living your life and why it's like that. Don't ask if you don't want to know. You know, and who am I though? You know, who am I? I'm just one guy. But you know, I go through my own struggles. I, I'm I'm on my own journey, you know, and I just feel like sometimes that the mask is what people want and I've been wearing a mask for so long and it's it's time and that's anybody in the customer service industry when you are the person who is always you know you're the face you are the person who is solving problems you're the one who is you know causing joy you you know there's a lot of different things that you do when you're right there with the guest so you can only be yourself so much because what you want to do is please them, make them happy, provide an experience that's going to be memorable. They're, you know, you are providing a service and you want that to go their way because in essence, if it goes their way, it goes your way. But I, I feel like by me being myself, mm -hmm. people will get a better version of myself and it will be better for them and for myself. Like I'm, I'm doing this for me. Right. You know, when I have to wear a mask, it makes me less of myself and myself is great. Yeah. Who I really am is great. Right. And when I have to wear a mask all the time, I don't get to show who I really am, which makes me less of myself for people. So they only get a certain amount of kindness and goodness. You know, being myself is not a bad thing. It's right. going to be a positive thing. It is a positive because when you feel you can, you become exhausted when you are wearing this mask for people. And I get angry. Right. I walk around angry because I have to be fake all the time and I have to wear this mask. And the more real I could be, the happier I am. Right. And the better you're going to get, the better version of me. And the goals that I have this year for myself and the goals that I have for our life, you know, it takes the real me to get there. So I have to be more of myself to get to the goals and dreams that I want to because I have huge, huge dreams this year, huge goals, written out plans. And the only way for me to get there is to be myself. 100%. You know, and I find that a lot of people have to wear that mask and, you know, just understand that if you, we're talking, you don't have to wear that mask with me. I like real. I like realness. I like to know. I like to learn. 
I'm a real person too. Mm-hmm. And it's kind and it's like until you put yourself in those uncomfortable situations, like you never know how you will react to something. You, that's why experience is so important. You can read as many things as you want about what it feels like, tastes like, seems like. You know, you can read everything about skydiving, but until you actually do it, you really don't know. You have no idea. So I feel like it's just so important to put yourself in those positions because if you ever want to learn about something, be about it, you have to be put in those positions because you can't, there's there's just no other way to fully learn something than to actually experience it. 100%. You know? That's why I know so much. I've experienced so much. That's In my short, short amount of time on this earth, I've, I've experienced so much, you know, and you can too. A lot of people have experienced more than me, you know, and I love to talk to them and I like to listen to them. You know, there was a lot of times this this whole week when I met new people and just my ears were open. And I was able to just listen to people and just hear their story and just them tell me things. And, you know, I got to meet great people this week and hear great stories. And I learned a lot. And, you know, because it's the holidays. So a lot of people come out and you get to meet a lot of different people. And, you know, sometimes the the best times in life is not me speaking. It's me listening. And I really enjoyed it this week. I got to listen to a lot of different things and meet different people and you know that's a big part of life too is to listen just shut up once in a while you know just shut up and listen you might learn something you might learn something great you know and it's all those like even those meeting like meeting people and having those good conversations like most of those moments happen unplanned you don't have plans for dinner you don't you're not you don't have this scheduled out for yourself. It's crazy when you just put yourself out there. You end up having these really good conversations and meeting these really new these new people so unexpectedly, and you you just don't even know how it happened because it's just putting yourself out there and knowing that you should be, you know, living and out there. You know, and I'm I'm a man, and you know, I can only do uh, talk about the perspective from a man, and I could tell you that there is a lot of times out there as men that we live this we live this this life of quietness and we feel like we can't tell our emotions we can't tell you know how we're feeling we're depressed we're angry we're you know we have to we have to figure it out for our women and we have to figure it out for life and people look at us a lot because we're the men and we you know the man and we we got to figure it out and there's a lot of quiet desperation out there for men and we have to deal with a lot and you know just know that you you can always talk to somebody and there's never a time to where it gets so bad that you, you know, I don't want to talk about suicide, but you should never think about that. You know, you should never think about, you know, uh, I should drink because I'm, I'm living this quiet desperation. The worst thing you could do is try to, to mute it and put a bandaid over it. You know, life as a man is, is very, very hard. We have a lot of pressure on us to do great. If you're a father or you're a businessman or you're, you have a job and you're just trying to make it, there's a lot of different pressures that we have as men that we have to deal with day to day. And, you know, a lot of the times I feel like we have to put it aside and act like we're happy and act like, you know, and wear that mask that I'm, that I talk about. And it's about time that we, we don't wear the mask anymore. And, and it's, it's time that we speak out and we get our feelings heard, you know, um, it's time that men talk to each other a little bit more and, and, and it's okay. We have to understand that it's okay. You know, uh, I'll talk to anybody that wants to, to listen and, and feel, and sometimes you feel so good once you get it out, you know? So like sometimes maybe you don't even have to talk to somebody, you know, what has helped me 
is writing things down in detail. You know, it just makes helps me get it out of my system when I'm angry or if I have to understand a situation when I write it down, I understand it after I write it down. It's a very weird thing that you go through. And I just I, I see a lot of men just living these these lives and you know that they're in a lot of pain or they need someone to talk to. And, you know, I just feel like it's time now. This is your year. This is our year as men to understand that we're allowed to have feelings. We're allowed to be angry. We're allowed to be emotional. We're allowed to. It's OK, but we got to talk it out. You know, women, ladies, you too. You know, I, I don't want to talk on a lady's uh, perspective, but, you know, you should have an outlet as well. We all need to talk like we all are going through things. And I think the reason that we're we're going through these things is because of the masks that we have to to wear and the Instagram posts and the pictures that we edit and, and the TikToks. We have to look our best. We have to, you know, always show that we're doing good and being happy, you know, and I and I feel like it's time to just be us, be people, be humans, you know. And the more real you are, the better you feel. You know, it's you don't have to try to be yourself because you are yourself. Um, but I think there is a lot of power in writing things down. I know I feel like it's very it's so helpful on so many different levels. Like I have written so many different things and that is on paper in an email that was unsent in notes. I have written so many things down just to write it down, kind of read it back and delete it, throw it away never look at it again like because it was just for that moment I think a lot of times it makes you can see what it is that you're feeling acknowledge it and then you're able to kind of digest it and read it and sometimes I'll read some of the stuff and I'm like I am insane but I feel better after I read it and kind of get it out and then just be done with it and I don't it's deleted or thrown away so I never have to look at it again but there are some things that I put anger onto paper and it is it is it is funny to think about it now, you know, I'm glad I don't have any, any uh, paper of it, but it's relieving. And sometimes those things are only for you and only you know about and when you throw them away, if, if that was the process of that emotion in, in, in yourself, but you did something for it. You know, it's when we bottle yeah. it up and we try to keep it inside of us that it affects us and it, and it hurts us. It is literally physically hurtful to keep something that emotional inside of us. We have to let it out. You know, we have to talk about it more. We have to to get it out more you have to have an outlet for it it's no everybody is human even me like i get angry i get sad i get emotional i get frustrated i want to complain sometimes it is what it is you know what i mean like i always talk about the positivity i always talk about this you need to live that that's a high pressure life that's a very stressful life even in itself of just trying to always be the best and this and that but you know what we're allowed to be emotional we're you know we're allowed to to want to quit we're allowed to you know be angry it's okay but it's getting through those. That's what I'm talking about. Putting yourself through the hard moments during the day in a workout, running 10 miles and struggling through that. That shit's going to get you through when you're emotional and want to quit in real life. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That's how you put the two and two together. That's why I'm able to get through so many of these situation and situations and and these roadblocks in my life is because I'm always constantly moving. I'm hustling. I'm I'm pushing these over these walls. I'm jumping over the walls. I'm breaking through them. I am constantly doing things that change my life, that push it forward. And I'm, I'm going through a different journey than everybody else, but it's my journey. But you have to go through your journey. You know, like that's what I'm talking about. That's how you put these together. That is how we should be living more. 
Yeah, it's all about your outlet. Um, anything that you let kind of fester inside is going to boil over and it's always going to happen at the wrong time with the wrong person. It's going to be not the situation it should be at hand just because you never confronted it. And whether that's with yourself or that person that you're letting something boil over, that is when things just become unnecessarily a mess. Everyone has been there. Everyone has lashed out on somebody and it was had nothing to do with them and everything to do with you. Um, you know, but you, you hope to learn from all of those moments and, you know, give yourself some grace and not do something like that again and know that you need to confront the situation when it does happen and take care of you, whether that's writing, painting, that's listening to music, that's always finding your outlet, whatever that is to make you feel heard and feel good because you need to feel good at the end of the day and be able to have a new day. You can't let things roll over. Couple of exciting things that are happening for us is uh, we are opening Taste in March. That's our date. That's set. Um, a, th a lot of things are moving quickly on it right now. Taste is going to be a cafe open for breakfast and lunch. It's Taste 154 Cafe and is on Washington in East Stroudsburg. So we're really excited about that coming up. And then we're also going to be starting Garlic to Go. Garlic to Go is going to be pretty much like a grocery store for garlic kind of food. So it's going to be a niche market. Uh, we're going to be selling fillets. We're going to be selling ribeyes, T-bones, you name it. We're going to be selling it out there, lobster tails, um, at a uh, right to your doorstep. So it's going to be um, prepackaged, prepaid um, food from garlictogo.com. Um, that will be hopefully up this month. Um, we have a lot of exciting things happening for us. This new year is going to be exciting. We are excited. Um, write your goals down. Self-love, fitness, and your health has no start date on it. So get started right now. Um, that's it. You know, this has uh, been the Hustle Hour. I am Mike. I'm Diane. And we are in, on Genesis Radio. Thank you, Terry. Thank, Thank you, you for Terry. lowering the heat as well. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. We're out. Bye.